Well, we welcome you into a brand new series here on our Huskers Radio Network podcast. We're calling it Husker Women's Wednesdays. And on Wednesdays, we will feature athletes from our different Nebraska women's sports programs and also women just within the athletics department here, getting to know the stories and backgrounds of the powerful and talented women here at Nebraska. I'm so excited to be bringing you this series and get to have these conversations every single week. And so grateful to Emeritus who are sponsoring this series. They are a proud sponsor of all of Husker Women's Athletics. But who better to kick off this series with than Alexis Markowski from Nebraska Women's Basketball. Thank you for being here and being our first oh guest gosh, here on the podcast. Thanks for having me. I'm so happy to be the first guest. Oh, uh, well, we, uh, you made such a huge impact here in Lincoln and a hometown kid, but uh, having such a great season. How are you feeling in the middle of, of season right now? You know, pretty good. Um, we play Iowa on Saturday, mm -hmm. so really excited about that one. Uh, we ha kind of have an off week this week, so trying to rest, focus on Iowa, and getting that game plan ready. So, you know, we, we've talked to you a lot throughout your career here, and you, you've certainly been a voice that we've heard a lot from. But just kind of getting to know your backstory a little bit, and one of the things that I, I hadn't talked to you much about this season is just kind of going into this year and your junior season, and you got a chance to play for Team USA and, and go through that this summer. How did that maybe change your approach, your mindset, your confidence going into this season? You know, it kind of changed a lot for me. You know, mm -hmm. um, I realized that I am capable of competing with the best in the country and um, kind of my future is in my hands and how I approach every day is kind of like a professional and just taking everything like a little more seriously than I did my first two years here. Just nutrition, lifting, conditioning, like doing my individual workouts and um, just really realizing that all my confidence and um, my ability on the court comes from all of those things that I take care of myself and just taking that all more seriously I feel like has just helped me become an overall better basketball player and leader for this team. How much is that just a process for an athlete just because you know you, you're given this talent you're really good throughout your high school career but realizing that if you want to be if you really want to separate yourself it's much more than just going and working extra hours in the gym right? Yeah it's so much more and I think especially college it is just more mental as well and it can really take a toll like the season's so long and just with wins losses like you got to bounce back really quickly so just if you take time in those processes and trust yourself in your training I feel like your performance on the court is just so much better. You'd said that it showed you that you could compete with the best and it's kind of in your hands was there any doubt in your mind that you were at that level before you went to that? I mean, how did that, I guess, that kind of work out for you just before that and then after that? Where did you feel like you stood, I guess, as an athlete? Yeah, you know, for me, I really was not a very highly recruited high school athlete or um, I played on a local club, Nebraska Lasers, and I loved every minute of that, but, like, we weren't part of, like, a big circuit or anything like that, so... You know, I came into Nebraska. Obviously, this was always my dream school, and uh -huh. my dad had played here, and I was just really happy to be here, and I wanted to contribute in whatever way I needed to. And as a freshman, I felt like I could. I was like, I'm going to come off the bench. Like, I'm a competitor. Like, I love competing and winning, and I was like, that's just what I'm going to bring to the team. And I was, like, happy in the role, and it just has kept evolving, and I've just blossomed here, really. And um, I think... It's just a whole 
process yeah. and learning experience. But yeah, I mean, I've definitely doubted myself. I feel like people have doubted me. And, um, but I think just sticking with the whole process mm -hmm. and just trusting yourself and believing in yourself and having people like Coach Williams believe in me and my abilities um, has also been huge. But yeah, when I met with Coach Williams and she was like, USA wants you to try out. And I was just like in shock. I like, couldn't believe it. Like I was like, what? Like it just was like an unreal experience. And I think I took a lot. I've learned a lot from that. I met a lot of really cool people there as well. And just to be able to try out for four days and um, meet a lot of uh, great, amazing coaches um, was just really cool and something um, that really changed my life. Yeah, I mean, that's a great perspective because not everybody comes in as a five-star recruit and like you're saying uh -huh. and, and maybe doesn't have all the hype, but just that it can be a process, but not to give up on that, uh -huh. right? I mean, that's, that's such a great perspective. Yeah, no, I just, I think that's, it's just a mindset, like really, like, uh -huh. you know, once you're given an opportunity, you have to take it and yeah. like you have to just dive full in and, um, you know, if you give everything you got, you, that's the best you can do. And Yeah, that's great. Uh, we had Julian Asibe and Jessica Keller in here on the Nebraska Women's Basketball Show, on the radio show, and they had talked about how, when I was asking about your rebounding, which you're one of the best rebounding, your stats are off the charts, leading the Big Ten, one of the best in the nation, lead the Big Ten in double-doubles as well, but they were talking about, Julian brought up that maybe it had something to do with your volleyball background and just the timing of all of that. Yeah. And maybe people forget that you did play volleyball. You were a heck of a volleyball player. Have you found now, too, that maybe that volleyball, some of the things that you learned in volleyball have applied to what you've been able to do in college at the collegiate level in the basketball regards? Yes. I think, like, so much. Like, I love, like, I was a middle blocker, so, like, blocking and timing and footwork was mm -hmm. all, like, key. And just like that touch at the net, like I like to tip the ball back to myself on rebounds. And I don't think a lot of people do that. And I think that's something I, I learned when I was playing volleyball. So. And you love volleyball, right? I did. I really did love it. I thought I was going to play. My freshman year of high school, I really wanted to play college volleyball. And I just had more opportunities in basketball that summer. So decided to go with basketball. But... When you... So, you know, I think people know your story. Your dad played here, but, you know, local kid... But at what point do you remember, was there a time when you're like, okay, I could play college basketball and I want to play at Nebraska? I remember when I would go to the gym with my dad, we would go to like all these like little gyms, like Madonna, like just where my mom would work out, like to go and shoot. And we would go through these workouts and I would always like get really frustrated. And I would tell myself like, you're going to be a Nebraska women's basketball player one day. <laughs> like when I was like in middle school or whatever it was, but... Yeah, I mean, that was always my dream. Like, I always knew I wanted to play college sports at Nebraska. And for the longest time, it was basketball. And now I'm doing it is just the coolest experience. Being that your dad played here and um, had such a career, was that ever pressure at all? Or did how did he balance that? And how did you balance that knowing, hey, I'm a, I'm a daughter of a legacy. And there are certain expectations that come along with that. Yeah. People would always come up to my dad and be like, oh, my God, it's Andy Marcassi. And we're like, he's really not that cool. Like, you know, like, who? Like, what? Like, like it always was just like a joke. And um, I was like, I'm going to go and break all your stats. Like, I'm going to be way better than you. Like, I don't even care. Like, it's just like a competitive thing. So I wouldn't really say like pressure. 
I mean, maybe if I was like a boy, yeah, like yeah. and playing men's basketball, would be a little bit different. But I feel like there's a, enough separation. But still, like I think I have been all his stats, so yeah. it's it's fun. We like to joke about it, and he's just like the biggest supporter. Like he had a work trip in Florida and flew to Penn State, and then like back home. And Ava had a game the next day. Like he just loves that I'm playing here and that we share that and um, just really supports me. What about when you, because I think it started back when you were a freshman, he had never made a three, right? Uh-huh, and yes, then you make a yeah. three, but then you are, you're, your name is already all over the Nebraska women's basketball record books. When you do give him a hard time about that, how does he take it? When you're like, hey, Dad, uh, I've yeah. done something he, he never He can't done. really say anything. Like, he'll be like, <laughs> oh, like, he won a, the NIT, and he's like, did you win the NIT? I'm like, Shoot, like, you got me there. Like, I'll, I'll let you have that. But. Uh, well, you have to get to the NCAA tournament. Yeah, when the NCAA tournament yes. game, then you win then a game, yes. All across it. You know, you recently were able to see Jordan Hooper and get her jersey retired. You were part of the phone call when you called and told her, when Coach Williams called her and told her it was happening. What was that experience like for you, knowing, like, that was a player that you watched growing up, and then to kind of be a part of her being honored in the way that she was a couple weeks ago? Congrats to Jordan, like just such an awesome person and accomplishment and it was really fun to be a part of, you know, we had her uh, alumni dinner before and I got to meet all the girls, Emily, Katie, Haley Sample, Jordan, just all of them and um, it was just a surreal experience and um, Coach Williams, I like told her, I'm like, I'm like fangirling right now, like <laughs> these are the girls I like looked up to and Coach Williams like gave a speech and like just about like how the impact they had on me and like that I'm kind of doing that now too and I don't know why I got emotional like it just is like such a cool thing to like see and like hopefully now I'm doing that for someone else you and, absolutely are and um with Jordan um just the advice like she had given me and it just was so cool and I think the best thing about Jordan was it didn't matter her stats like her teammates don't really remember all of that but just how amazing of a person she was and teammate and she just always had a smile on her face and um that's someone who i look up to and want to be like so being that that you were that little girl in the stands and then now here you are chasing a lot of her records and she wants you to break those i mean i talked to her and she just is one of your biggest fans now how does that, I guess, sink in to you knowing that, hey, this is someone that I watched and now I'm chasing her records and now she wants me to beat those records? It's so cool. Like, it really is just like a sisterhood and just, um, you know, for me, it isn't really about the records and all of that. Like, I'm just, I'm just playing to win. And um, I think Jordan was the same exact way. Like, she just did what she needed to do and what her team needed her to do. And at the end of the day, it's just about being a good teammate in person and having that positive impact on the people around you. You know, I, I've done a few pieces where I've talked to little girls about who their favorite player is, and, and you are, you're, I'm, you're a name that little girls sit in the stands now and think, oh, I want to be doing that one day. Do you ever go inside Pinnacle Bank Arena and just kind of look up in the stands or, or take it in how, hey, I was in the stands at one point watching some of these players. I was in that spot mm -hmm. at one point in my life. Yeah, it's always before tip when it's like everyone's like up on their feet cheering and I just like look around and just try to take it all in and just mm -hmm. like I just always get goosebumps like right before the tip I'm like oh my gosh like I am doing this like I'm playing here like I'm so grateful and like I love 
just my teammates, my team, this program, the fans. It's just so fun. And like after every game, win or loss, I always make sure that I go out there and just interact with the fans and make sure that, you know, it's, it's more than just about the wins and losses. Have there been any cool stories that you've been able to interact with any of the, the fans or anything like that that's really stuck with you? <laughs> yeah, um, a few girls have cried. <laughs> and it's, like, so sweet. And I'm just, like, I swear I'm not that cool. Like, <laughs> I'm just like you, like, you know. And then I signed um, someone's forehead once a few times. <laughs> that's been, been a thing. But, yeah, it's super, like, cute. Like, I go, my younger sisters have played. AAU and my brother does so going to like their tournaments and stuff just seeing watching them play you know teams just talking with them and they're all very sweet when you do camps when you coach when you talk with teams what are some of the things that you want to instill portray to them as someone that now that they look up to what are some of those words of advice that you try to pass along or some of the things you want to instill in those those young kids yeah I think it's just have fun First mm -hmm. of all, just enjoy what you're doing. Enjoy the people you're with, your teammates, because I think that's the best part about basketball, in my opinion, is just the relationships that you build. Like, I'm so friends with people I played with in third grade. Yeah. Like, I was neighbors in the suites with the girl that, her name's Katie Carpenter, and, like, we have played basketball since we were in third grade together, and now she just goes to school here. But those relationships just mean so much. And I think also just for me, it's just keep working, keep keep doing your thing like you know I, I feel like I've doubted myself and I wasn't good enough as a kid but just if you just keep working and sticking with it and if you love it and you love what you're doing that's the most important part great advice I did want to talk to you a little bit about your rebounding because it's you, that's number one on the scout for every team that you're playing and yet here you are you're still racking up the double doubles you had coming off a career night at Penn State where you had 19 rebounds and we talked a little bit about the volleyball background but how have you become such an elite rebounder where you are able to rack up so many rebounds night in and night out I love being physical <laughs> I love like pushing people around and just that aspect of basketball I love and I don't think a lot of people really dive into that mm -hmm. um and I I just I want to get that board you know my coaches always tell me like you're not like don't let anyone else on the team like our team get the rebound like you're getting it like every time and like that's just my mindset like uh the shot goes up I'm crashing like I I'm trying to make a tip or a play on the ball and you know like I think those the tips like um what do I want to say they're just if I'm not going to get it, someone else will. Yeah. Like, I'm going to try to just keep the ball alive, keep the play going. And, um, yeah, I just, I like rebounding. It's just physical and, um. Has that always been something that you like to do? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh -huh. You've always been a physical. Yeah. And where did that start? In the I think uh, just playing family basketball. <laughs> My mom is, like, the only person who, like, I will say that's, like, stronger than me. Like, really? She, she is small, but she is mighty. She's 5'5", five, five, but, like, she would knock me on my butt so much as a kid. Like, <laughs> it was just, and my parents are so competitive. Like, they, those two, like, they would be on separate teams, but, like, we, the kids would be fighting, the parents would be fighting, like, win or loss. Like, someone would end up hurt. Just very competitive household. 
It was funny. I talked to Natalie Potts a couple weeks ago, and it was after one of her big days that she had on the board. She's like, well, Lex steals all the rebounds or, or hogs all the rebounds. I had to get in on the action. But, you know, having both of you down there, how much does that help, too? Just, you know, because people probably put so much attention on you to have someone like Natalie that can go crash the boards as well. Yeah, I always, I always look at her. I said, do what you're best at. Oh, rebounding. Like, mm -hmm. when we need her, like, she gets those O boards and putbacks and and ones. And um, she's been really fun to play with. And um, I'm really excited to see where her future has for her. Just She's just thriving as a freshman. And um, she just does so much for this team. When people try to double team you or everything they can, does it fuel you even more when they're, like, I mean, trying to keep you off the boards? Yeah, I mean, it gets frustrating, but I've trusted my teammates. Like, you can't double me, and my team's not going to make a play. Like, I've trusted them, and just, you know, like, come double me. That's okay. Like, I'll kick it out. Like, hit open three. Like, they'll make a play. Like, so, I mean, it is frustrating, but I trust my teammates to get the job done, so. So if there's someone listening in, young girl, parent, that, hey, want to be an elite rebounder what are some of the things that you would say to work on right now as a young girl that are just kind of getting starting into it yeah obviously just like your vertical um i think that's important and um i think timing i think people jump a little early before they they get the rebound mm -hmm. so just um doing timing drills stuff like that um and i i encourage kids to be multi-sport athletes yeah. for as long as you can and I think it really is beneficial in the long run just with not burning out and just kind of doing different things with your body from like an injury prevention standpoint. Um, I think we've gone so far away from um, being multi-sport and doing a lot of sports as kids now and it's just mainly like one focus, but just do it all for as long as you can. Yeah, I mean, I think you see that especially too with some of the Nebraska kids that are on this team, but mm -hmm. across the the board here at Nebraska, I mean, there are a lot of players that played a lot of sports that yeah. are able to come in and uh -huh. make an impact here. I think that's just maybe goes into the development of the look at how many Nebraska kids, women, female athletes are playing across the board, across the country in all sports. Uh -huh. And I feel like that kind yeah. of maybe goes back to that. No, it is like, I mean, Maggie Mendelson, for example, played volleyball, basketball, um, Kaylin Meyer played volleyball and is an elite track athlete. Like, you know, I think um, all those things are just, it's so good. Like, it's so fun to see, like, someone do that. Like, Kennedy Williams coming in doing softball and basketball. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, not a lot of programs have people that are dual sport athletes, and Nebraska consistently has athletes coming in doing dual sports. Absolutely. You know, the um, we've talked a lot about this over the course of the year, but, um, you know, to be able to get your perspective, I think it would be cool just going to Volleyball Day in Nebraska and seeing the crowds that you guys are getting. And just can you maybe put into perspective what it's like to run out into PBA and knowing that you guys are going to have the same, the same support that you get week in and week out that not a lot of programs in the country can consistently say that they get? It's so cool to be a part of, and especially now, like, being a female athlete in this generation is is so much fun. Like, even just with Caitlin Clark and just how she has just paved that way for women's basketball and volleyball day, I mean, it doesn't get better than that. And to be a part of Husker Nation and have them support us the way they do, I just feel so lucky and blessed. Does it ever, I mean, you, you think about your dream your lifelong dream was to be doing this 
and, and you talk about taking it in, you know, during the starting lineups, but does it ever, you ever think like, man, this is what I dreamed and now I'm doing it? Yeah, I do. I mean, I do. And like, um, I think for my teammates, it really put into perspective, like how much this has meant to me after the um, Jordan Hooper alumni dinner. And they're like, you literally watched her. Like, and now you're like doing it. Like, they're like, um, Wendell, Kendall Moriarty, um, one of our donors, uh, Steph, sits like courtside and she used to play here. And she like cheers for me. And Wendell's like, oh my God, I got emotional. Like, it's just like a whole sisterhood. Like, everything's like connected. Like, it's just so cool, like, to be a part of it. And yeah. yeah. Well, that's incredible. Well, we uh, appreciate your time. Thanks for being the, the yes. first guest here Thanks on our Husker Women's Wednesday. And best of Wednesday. luck the rest of the season. Thank you. And that is Alexis Markowski. And this has been our very first episode of Husker Women's Wednesday, powered by Emeritus. Emeritus is proud to power Husker Women's Wednesdays and all of Husker Women's Athletics. Thanks so much for listening. And make sure you subscribe and like wherever you listen to never miss an episode right here on the Huskers Radio Network podcast.